A very happy Monday to you. Is it happy for the education system in the province of Ontario? We have the workers' union, the education workers' union, voting to strike if these talks break down. Earlier today, we had the education minister speaking on 640 and saying he thought this deal was more than fair. Where are we? What's at stake? And what does it mean for labor strife as we wonder what's been left behind as we have all these economic troubles and the pandemic? Joining us, Maddie DiMuccio, who's president of the Society of Quality Education. Maddie, good evening. How are you? Hi, good evening, Arlene. I'm fine, and thanks for having me on the show. I hope you're doing well. I am doing well. It's nice to talk to you, Maddie. Let me ask you, you know, we're always looking for big meaning here. We've been waiting for stuff on how that labor is going to be affected by after the pandemic, the labor shortage. What are we seeing here? Well, actually, that's a, a good uh, segue because I was just going to say we are just coming down from from uh, the, the pandemic and it's been a very difficult for two years for certainly education workers and teachers and and parents, but also for kids. And, you know, to see that on top of that, we're, we're on the verge of recession and now we're getting threatened, but with a strike, um, it just upsets me as a parent and as, as someone, you know, kids go to school. Um, you know, it's the past two years we've had taxpayers, you know, and, and students and teachers and, and kids being told to do our, our part. And, you know, um, we're in a recession right now. Nobody's getting a raise. And, and now we're in a where they're demanding, uh, quite frankly, a very, uh, to me, an, an unacceptable raise. I mean, 11%, over 11% is just ridiculous in this economy. It's just not going to happen. And I think it's ludicrous to even ask for that. Maddie, we always know that uh, public support is really important in these things. Where do you think mm-hmm. the public lies on this? I mean, you've just laid out the scenario of what people yeah. are dealing with in their own life. Is that going to affect this, do you think? Yes, I do. Absolutely. I think that there is no sympathy from, from taxpayers. You're not going to get um, support, or at least, you know, QP is not going to get support from uh, your your average taxpayer, because this is, like I said, I mean, we have, we have people that are going to work. People are working two jobs. People are not getting raises, despite what, you know, others might be saying in the media. They are not getting raises. And if they are getting raises, it's certainly not 11%. I think that the government... Um, is you know struggling with with that that understanding, and I think that people have to be have to have to accept that th- these kinds of, of of raises are not going to happen. I think one point two five, you know, mm-hmm. is that fair? Well, I, I think that you know we're on the verge of recession. I think that's fair. Um, but you know, having said that, though, Arlene, I, I don't want people to think that I don't think that we should be spending on education. I think we we should be spending on education. I've always maintained that education spending should be directed in the right area. And in this case, it should be directed towards students. I mean, we've had students that have not properly been learned, been taught for the past two years. I have a son who just started university mm-hmm. and he's struggling. He's He had his first midterm exam and he was beyond stressed out because he has not had an exam for over two years for two years because of the pandemic so you know there's a lot of kids he's missed gaps of mathematics for example we have kids going into university the first year and they have not been properly prepared for this and so education spending there there is a surplus of money we have you know just because we have a recession doesn't mean government is 
is not getting a lot of money. As I said last week, a couple of weeks on the show, you know, we we are still paying the same taxes. We're still paying our 13 percent, you know, HST. And so the government is actually making a lot of money right now when you think about it. That money should be put into education spending, but not. But it's wrong-headed to say we're going to give you know uh, copious raises to to workers. We should be spending it on kids because we really, really need that spending to happen. Yeah, right now, and you're you, and, you know. yeah you're using the key thing, and we talked about a lot, even with the with the COVID subsidy strategy, strategize mm-hmm. where, where it goes. Maddie, I just want to pull it back a little bit more, too, as you're, you're talking about the mindset, and I think it's really important. You know, we just had another warning that just came out today that there could be quite a big recession that we're going to have to go through a lot. And then mm-hmm. we're waiting for another rate hike. Things are tough already. We we know what's mm-hmm. going to happen in the winter in the in the supply chain. Maddie, though, we've also seen after the pandemic a shortage of workers and workers mm-hmm. feeling that they were taken advantage of and workers uh, getting burnt out. And there's been a hunger just to get people to work. Some businesses can't even operate now. Are we going to see the clashing of those two things, Maddie? You know, I think there's been a lot of uh, information that's been misrepresented on this. Now, first of all, you're absolutely 100% right. We have, we are, we've had, and we are continuing to have a major labor shortage across the country, especially in places like Quebec, BC. We absolutely have that problem going on. And, but I know that the dialogue has been, well, you know, we have this shortage because these workers are not going to work because they're not getting paid enough. And that's absolute hogwash. This, the labor shortage has nothing to do with people getting paid less or not getting paid enough. The, the, you know, if anything, you could argue that you know, minimum wage has actually gone up. It is a, a much more complex phenomenon that, that is what is being explained right now that has to do with um, you know, they're not getting paid enough. I don't believe that. Now, do I believe that the cost of living has gone up? Absolutely. It's affected everybody. It hasn't just affected minimum wage workers. It's affected everybody. Everything is expensive when you go to the grocery stores. And this is another reason we all have to clamp down. Do we really want our government to be spending money on, you know, giving, you know, wages that are increasing by 11%? I mean, can you imagine? 11% is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. The other thing I wanted to point out um, is, is that, which, which has conveniently not been a part of the dialogue from QB, is that QB has been a- is asking as well, um, for uh, an additional five paid days before the start of the school year without any logical justification. I haven't understood why they want to be paid five additional days before they start the school uh, year. Uh, 30 minutes of paid preparation time each day. They want to get paid an increasing overtime pay from 1.5 to 2. Do you, like, I don't think the public understands how much that costs t- taxpayers. That's a lot of money, right? And so... To, to justify that is is important, and I don't see the justification. If if your if your justification is well, the cost of living has gone up. I understand that, but we are all dealing with that. When we have a recession, we all do our part, just like we did our part with COVID. We have a recession, we all have to clamp down on spending, and we have to spend on the right things. And in this case, we've had a pandemic for two years, and kids are falling through the cracks. Maddie DiMuccio, president of the Society of Quality Education, with another take on this whole view of wages and certainly with, with education. So we got to buckle up. Maddie, thank you. Nice to talk to you. 
Likewise. Thank you, Arlene. I'm Arlene Bynum. This is On Point.